Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Washable. Nope. Soze and the Red Baron. Meow. That was an interesting name. I don't think anyone's ever called you that. Soze? Nope. Never. Yeah. Few kids in college. No, it's not true. Were they white? Doug. Doug. You could say any name to me. It means so nothing. This kid named Doug, when we called him Chad, stole Mock's Navy glasses. Ah, uh, yeah, f*** that guy. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Doug, but he goes by Chad. <laughs> we called him Chad. I don't really know the reason why. We just did. Call him Chad. Why do we call Kyle anything we call him? Yeah, but those are, you know, mojito. <laughs> I mean, those kind of... They all make some sort of sense. Maybe he looks like a Chad. You never know. Hey, whatever. Yeah, he's a ginger. Anyways. Well, well my glasses back. Um, we're, we're, we're recording live from the... The days are numbered on our recording from the uh, GDH Woodworking Studios in North Haven. As uh, if you haven't seen on social media, we're going live. March 4th. March <gasps> 4th. Um, unfortunately, only the Red Baron and Moxine Washable will be able to do the show. Everybody else is going to be busy. Yeah, um, I got to work that Sunday. Yeah. You're all fired. <laughs> I got to go to Burger King and eat cheesy toast that Sunday. <laughs> um, what was I look for? I don't know how long they're going to be around for. Make them around till March 4th. Um, <laughs> He's got a lot of pull. <laughs> which the thing I'm most excited about about going live is not being next to a shitty package store anymore, because they don't let us break up the six packs to get singles of good beer. So we're once again we're drinking shit beer. Yeah, poor and planning on our end. We just you know we're, we're, we're procrastinators. <laughs> so next week, better better booze. Well, hold on. We once and this is much thanks to the Riddler. We had a surplus of craft beer for a long time. Yeah, you guys drink beer for free for a very long time. It was amazing how much, like the first half of our shows were basically using guys, those beers. No, no, we didn't buy beer until we started recording in Kendall's basement. Yeah, the whole time. When we were recording in Maple, studio. it was all beer I supplied all the so time, every week. So it's your fault, Ken. Way to go. I will not sit here <laughs> and take that. He's going to stand up and he's going to take that. So anyway, so the, the shitty starting lineup, uh, power forward from St. Louis, Missouri, at five point five percent, Bud Ice. Now batting for the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Ice House, and I'm not really sure where the hell this is from. From a toilet near you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also weighing in at five point five percent. And just going to hang out with the guys, you know? I have the big one. The Natty Ice. 5.9%. And your world heavyweight champion. <laughs> weighing in at 8%. 25 fluid ounces. <laughs> the Natty Daddy. <laughs> Boo. It's the big daddy move of beer. Uh, so... These are going to be gross. Yes. Uh, I'm actually really excited about the Bud Ice. This hasn't been around for a long time. I didn't know they still made it. They do. They do. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. 99 cents. Well it's worth a, it. It's a good deal. Yeah. It's a good driving beer. So uh, <laughs> we're, we apologize in advance to all of our uh, our Toast of Excellence nominees for yeah. this being their toast, but here we go. Solzé, what do you got? Why'd you leave me off? Because You I'm... guys knew that I needed to go last. <laughs> Come on. Well, mine is going to Jimmy Garoppolo for <laughs> his five years, $137 million contract. <laughs> congratulations, it. Jimmy, and congratulations to all Niner fans everywhere. $137 million million. Dollars. <laughs> no, it was $137 million. Dollars. <laughs> you guys are making so much money. My toast of excellence is to Cam Chancellor, 
who we thought might have to retire, but he's coming back next season. Sorry, we didn't clap for Jimmy and Gravelo. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. it. My toast, excellence, uh, my toast excellence goes yeah. out to Frank Reich, who will be taking over the Colts job. And for those who don't know, Frank Reich is the holder of the greatest comeback in NFL history. No, not greatest history. comeback, largest comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatest, largest. Well, I don't think it's the greatest. Opinions, this, that. Anyway, he's the head coach. Eagles versus Giants. Greatest comeback. Also, mm. also the Super Bowl comeback. Go f- off Josh McDaniels. Yeah. <laughs> Big middle what? finger from Josh McDaniels. <laughs> you better hope he's offered a Patriots head coaching job in the future because he ain't getting anyone else's head coaching job. He hired a staff. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty terrible. Although very hilarious. Yeah, because I mean the Colts aren't going anywhere anyway. Uh, mine is to Red Gerard, who was the first member of Team USA to bring home a gold medal this Winter Olympics. Kyle, Cons- can you sing the national anthem for us? Can you? I probably can. I'm not going to. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so you, you have such a great singing voice. <laughs> so anyway, toast, toast, toast to those people. Five second chug. Go. The air was dead for too long. This is exactly like Bud Light. I bet you. Uh, I bet you all of these taste the same. <laughs> go I bet the, you if we all close our eyes, quick, like. Yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone take a sip of the person's to No, no. Yeah, okay, this is fine. Everyone just switch with the person next to you. Okay. All right, everyone take a quick sip. See if they taste the same. Yeah, yeah. These nope. kind of the same. Not even close. No? Oh. Which one's better? Ours tastes almost this is better. I don't know. That's horrible. <laughs> Paul, you want to try? I know what Ice House tastes like. <laughs> I don't. I once drank 24 of those. I don't know what, what Ice tastes like, so give it here. <laughs> okay. I, uh, <laughs> Of all the, all the shows we've had, this is the flight series we're doing. <laughs> is ice beers? Oh. I vowed a little the while ago. That's a dream to me, they all beers. taste the same. Yeah. To, the, the best part is, is like, wow, five and a half percent. This is such a heavy loaded beer, and it's like, like I drank Bozo beer. That was seventeen and a half percent. These are nothing. Poon beers. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Shot trivia. All right. Before the shot trivia. Ooh. Take your shot. Yeah. Yeah. Take your shot of the new private stock. I'll go down the lineup while Solzy. Uh, it goes as and does this thing here. We got 15 nips in the bottle, as per usual. And they are <laughs> Yukon Jack, Finlandia Vodka, Black Velvet Whiskey, Bushmills Irish Whiskey, LaRue, Blackberry Brandy, Tangeray Gin, Fireball, UV Apple, Bacardi Oakheart, UV Blue, Deep Eddy Grapefruit, Parrot Bay, or as Kyle calls it, Parrot Boy, Coconut Rum, Root Beer Vodka, Duars, White Label. That's going to put some hair Captain in Captain 100. Mark, you might want to give that a little bit of a switch. We'll get in there. We'll get in there. Uh, do we have, have a picture shot? of all the nips? Uh, we'll get one. Do you have a shot? Yeah. Your trivia, oh, I mean? Okay. Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> has made one three-pointer in his career. <laughs> How many did he attempt? Mark has to go first. I'm sorry. Twelve. Eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah, why not? Twelve. Think of how many times this guy probably took. I don't know. He didn't he average like four games. Maybe I'm pretty sure he averaged like four games. No, that's that's not true. Um, I was just saying, I really never saw him out outside the paint. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you're gonna want to say a number lower than twelve. <laughs> lower than twelve, huh? <laughs> All right. Um, are are you googling it? Right no, now? no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> um. All right, I'll stick lower than twelve. One. 
Well, Paul loses. The answer <laughs> was 22. That's not true. You know, in my head, I wasn't thinking that. So you're telling me if I played in the NBA and made two threes, I would have more than Shaq? Yes. Oh, man. That's something to hang a hat on. You better start practicing. <laughs> it's not over for you yet. We should put together some tape. His career is over. Who's? Mox. Nah. Actually, no, it's funny. So we should put together a tape. That'd be funny if we all put together like a highlight reel. <laughs> just video us like shooting around. And... I think it'd be cool. Be embarrassing. <laughs> if you guys want us to do this, give us 100 yeah. likes. All right. We reach, we, reach, that's a good idea, Kyle. Reach 100 likes, we'll, we'll put up something. We reach 100 likes, we'll film uh, like a, a shoot around. A shoot around triumph. Combine. combine. Yeah, we'll, do combine. A, we'll do a draft combine. <laughs> Not a Columbine. A com- combine. Yeah. <laughs> High jump combine. and everything. 100 likes. Hey, all right. Like our stuff. But instead of the 40-meter uh, dash, can we do a mile dash? Ooh, no. Can we do a mile beer chug? <laughs> you get a pitcher of beer, and you have to chug, you have to chug it while running the mile. Hey. Souls? Hey. Whatever you guys want to see, let us know. All right. We'll film it. We'll film it. We got the GoPro. We're just waiting to use it. <laughs> Correctly. <laughs> Correctly. <laughs> Spit everywhere. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so NBA, NBA show, a lot of stuff going on. National Basketball Association. That's right. For those who don't know that, <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this on Podbean, um, we got the Celebrity All Star Game tonight and the rest of the All Star events to follow this weekend. And if this is PPRN, well, you missed a lot of it. But the All Star <laughs> Games tonight. <laughs> um, but it's an exciting time. We are more than midway through the season, and a lot of a lot of fun stuff has happened. Trade deadline was was pretty exciting. Pretty active. <laughs> pretty active. Yeah, that's that's probably the one thing I'll give to NBA like more than a lot of other sports is there's, there's always a lot of action going on, and it's not always pick based because really everything outside like the top fifteen picks is all gambles. I mean, there's a couple like you know will be really good role players slash bench players in like the twenties, but anybody you draft on the second round is a real crapshoot. We've seen some real gems, K. Korv come out of the second round. We've seen some real... Manu Ginobili came out of the second round. And then we've seen some real asses come out of the first pick overall. Anthony Bennett. Greg Oden. <laughs> so, big stuff. Yes, sir. That was a good banter you guys had there. I liked that. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Was well, like this it was all almost like getting sports with drunk. Um, <laughs> well, amazingly, I, the Cavs cleaned house, and I have never seen anything like that. Like They had to get younger. Now... Did you think it was kind of like a shot at LeBron? They like traded all of his friends away. <laughs> no, I think it would. I think LeBron had a, had his hand dipped in every single one of those trades. You think so? Yeah, I, I think, think LeBron is the Tom Brady of basketball. Like it's pretty much like, hey, this is what we're gonna do. You know, like we're obviously gonna do what we think is best for the team with or without your consent, but we want your opinion on the fact. Because with the Dwayne Wade trade, he had a tweet that said pretty much like, "You deserve to go back there. That's where you deserve to end your career." Because well, Dwayne Wade's time is, is pretty much up. And, they, you know, they're, they're friends. They had the opportunity to play together. You know, it, it was I think it was just fun for them. Yeah. Um, actually, I had a couple of questions because, you know, you, Mark, this is not a shot at you at all. Well, I'm glad you said but, that, though, because it was kind of like Dwayne Wade's, like, this is kind of Dwayne Wade's, like, farewell tour. I think he's if done he were, like, after this. He show. got to play with his best friend again in the Cavs, and he got to play a season with his hometown team. Even if it was a terrible season, he got to play for the Bulls, which for him growing up was a dream. That was. It doesn't matter how much dedication and time he put in Miami and how many championships he won. At the end of the day, he's still a Bulls fan. Yeah, he might be a Heat fan first now because of how much time he's put in Miami and all the the franchise and the fans and all that. But he's still a Bulls fan. You can't take that out of an NBA player where they grew up and the team they watched. 
You can take it out of him and fellow players, so you just gotta hit him in the head enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Red Bear, yeah. you were saying? Oh, I, I forgot. <laughs> no, um, well, I had some questions. It's kind of for all you guys. We, you know, I consider myself an amateur journalist, so I com- compiled some questions here, and I thought, I think they're good, and I want to, you know, bounce some ideas off here and see what you guys think. So, first question I have here, and probably, and you could dispute this, Isaiah Thomas was probably one of the, the bigger, if not the biggest name from the Cavs move. And he goes to Los Angeles to play in the Lakers. Now, a question I have is, how do you think that's going to impact, like, Lonzo? Like, is it going to be a good fit? Or it's going to be kind of like, you know, hey, now we got and another... I think it all depends on Isaiah's attitude. Because he wants to be a starter, but Magic already said that he's sticking with ball as a starter. Well, his first game drained a three right up, right out of the uh, right out of the check-in. I think he finished like twenty-two points off the bench. So, I think everything's easing off Lonzo since his dad now in Argentina a lot more. Here's, this is my take on the whole trade. Everyone lost their minds about the Cavaliers and the the Celtics swapping these guys out, and it was like you know, like the Celtics kind of needed a little revamping. Especially after, you know, as well as they did and then kind of have it to deflate a little bit in the, the postseason. <clears throat> and, but I don't know why everyone lost their minds. Isaiah Thomas had one really good year. And realistically, who else on that team was consistent scoring for the Celtics? Nobody. I mean, Jay Crowder was a defensive giant. I mean, Avery Bradley could score, but he's, you know, he's streaky. Marcus Smart is streaky and more of a defensive-minded guard. And Al Horford is at the end of his career. I mean, Isaiah Thomas was kind of the option, and now you're putting him on a team where there were other options. And granted, nobody except for LeBron was doing anything on the Cavs, but it just wasn't a good fit. It's just, it, it was not a good fit from, from the get-go. Kyle and I talked about it when it happened. You know, it just, I couldn't see, the, the Celtics won that trade only because Kyrie Irving has the ability to be the guy on any team with anybody else on the team. Isaiah Thomas does not have that ability right now. So I just, I don't know. It just didn't work. And then you figure, what, he didn't play till January? Yeah, he was hurt. So it's like... And you got to think about it. In the beginning, the Cavs were playing better before Isaiah came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think they went 7-13 and 13 in the next 20 games. It just, they yeah, didn't they, work they well were, together. They were spiraling. They needed to get younger. They needed to change mm-hmm. a lot of things. Next is... Now let's kind of jump back to Cleveland for a second and LeBron. Um, LeBron right now, I looked it up, he's averaging, we'll call it, like 26 points a game. Since they kind of cleared house, do you guys anticipate his numbers to go up? Or do you think it's going to be like, is it going to be the LeBron show? Or is it going to be kind of, you know, him? I think he stays right where he's at. I think initially, I think he finishes the season where he's at. I think initially he's going to jump up to about a 30 to 32 point per game. But what's going to happen is, is people are going to start double covering him because they're not going to take the rest of the team as seriously because... Like Isaiah Thomas has proven, even if it was only for a season, what he can do. J.R. Smith's proven what he can do. You know, Kyle Korver can, has proven it. But now it's like it's a whole new team. Chemistry needs to re, be rebuilt up a little bit. And I think once the team kind of fits back together, LeBron is going to be right back to the 25 to 26 points a game. But I think his assist numbers are going to go like, up. Just like George Hill said, LeBron's their Batman. They all, have, they all have to be a bunch of Robins. So just they all have to play – well together and let LeBron be LeBron. I like that. Mark should have said that. I didn't like that. <laughs> I like That's that. exactly what he said. I'm not saying he didn't say I just don't <laughs> like it. Um, it. It's one of those things, when it comes to the trades, overall, Cleveland won. 
the, the, the trade deadline because they got younger, they got more athletic. There's other trades we'll talk about. They got but, some better shooting. But the Isaiah Thomas trade specifically, in my mind, I think they lost that trade. The only I, I get it. They needed to get rid of Thomas. He wasn't helping the team. I didn't think they were trying to dump him. Yeah, but that's, that's just it. They were trying to dump him before the deadline, and they didn't want to get stuck in a situation where they were like, well, you know, we want this asking price, and you have to give it to us, or we're not going to get rid of him because they needed to get rid of him. So, I mean, they tra- They got Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance, two very upside young players. They're but, bench guy. Come but, the- right, but they still have a lot to prove. You know, off the bench, they score points. Whereas Isaiah Thomas, you know, we, he, we've seen he does have the ability, whether or not it can be a longevity thing for him, but, he, you know, he's looked okay since he's been there. Channing Fry, a good veteran for a very young Lakers team, and a first-round pick. I mean, the Lakers definitely won that trade even if it means eating up some cap space and whatnot. but The best thing that the Cavaliers did was they did not trade the Nets pick. Yeah. They were able to keep that in all the trades, which is big. The Nets are going to be a top 10 pick. That means the the Nets might be a top 3 pick. If they win the lottery, yeah. That means the, so the Cavs can get technically get one of the best players in the draft. Or if somebody falls, they can take him and they can sit on him. Or... This is why I need my highlight tape. <laughs> like, like the Cavs are the type of team that can sit on a prospect. If they're hurt or something. Right. So I guess the point you guys are trying to make is that Cleveland rocks, right? That's right. <laughs> Ohio. Ohio. Yes, oh, I Now you both can do it. Yep. Um, Mock Well, real quick, we'll just kind of highlight Cleveland altogether then. Um, so we, we just did the Lakers trade, and then the other trade was um, that did a big they did a big three-team trade where the Cavs got Rodney Hood from Utah and then George Hill and the draft rights to, I don't know how to say his name, um, guy that never come back overseas. Yeah, Arturios Gaudiasis, um, <laughs> from Sacramento, and then Sacramento got Joe Johnson, Amon Chumpert, the draft rights to Demetrius Argovanis, cash considerations from both teams, and a second round pick, and then Utah got Derrick Rose, Jay Crowder, and a 2024 um, swap second round pick with Cleveland. So, I mean, realistically. The picks, the picks don't mean anything if it's not a first round top twenty pick. They just kind of throw the picks in. They just throw the picks in because it's just the ability to get that that lottery type guy. Awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I that trade to me, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that trade for all the teams. I think it helps out all the teams. Well, the Jazz, especially the Jazz. The Jazz released Derrick Rose, right? Which we kind of saw coming. But they get they get Jay Crowder, who has kind of been playing crappy this season. But you know, well, he also, doesn't fit the Cavs. He'll fit the Jazz because they're more defensive minded, and they're just not a, like a they're, they're not a one guy scoring all the points type of team. So I think he'll benefit from that. They got they got rid of Joe Johnson. You know, just a, a, a number, an aging guy that was just eating up money. So it, also it was, got bought out. Yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of people did it in the trades because the Bulls trade the Bulls had the trade with the Pelicans. And they were actually gonna. They waived. Um, who did they waive there? Um, Tony Allen, or they they bought out Tony Allen's contract. They were gonna get rid of Jimmy Nelson, but they ended up trading him to Detroit for Willie Reed, Kendall's brother. That's right. <clears throat> now I have a question for you guys. Um, Which I'm a big fan of that trade, by the way. He the, didn't play though. The Cavs making all these trades, getting younger. Do you think that shows LeBron leaving or gearing more towards him staying? And honestly, it all depends. Like, I, I honestly don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. Like. It, I don't think the team didn't. I don't think the Cavs did it with any mindset as to where LeBron plays next season. They did it because 
they have LeBron James right now, and that makes them a title contender. And I also so think they need to put it, around a cast that can help him win a title. I think they did it also just in case he leaves. Because they did get younger players. Like Rodney Hood's That's only in his I mean. like mid-20s. George Hill's in his like 20s. Like late 20s, early Larry 30s. Larry Nance, Clarkson. Yeah. Like they're gearing up for the future. And I mean, the, the speculation is that he's leaving. Everyone so you got to figure they got to have some type of. That's what everyone thinks. But I mean, like, but he could also, we don't know. Doesn't want to yeah. leave Cleveland again. It just it's, it's one of those things. Like everyone thinks it, but everyone's thinking in the most ridiculous sense. Everyone thinks he's going to go to L.A. with Paul George, and it's like that wouldn't make any sense. In my opinion, I, I don't. I w- couldn't see him going to L.A. with I don't Paul think George. He's going to the Why the hell would he go to the Lakers to play with Isaiah Thomas again? It doesn't. That just doesn't make any I sense. I don't think he would go. There, there's no Pelicans. 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 There, there's, <laughs> there's one team I think he goes to Houston. Yeah, that's on, and that's what I was gonna say. Is that's the only team I see that he can fit well in because it's another. There's another scorer that can create his own shot, and then the rest of the team is all role players. They all well, just they have two, two scorers. They have what? Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah, but you're gonna tell me if, if LeBron James go there, Chris Paul's or he can go to Philadelphia. You know, it's a good <laughs> fit for him. It's possible. It's a good fit. A lot of people, teams, a lot of like analysts are saying the Sixers, like Steve Broussard. Okay. Of NBA, I think if you went to the Sixers, though, I think it would be an implosion for Joel Embiid's career. I think it, I think it would be Joel Embiid is already a shit talker, love um, like love it. maniac, egotistical asshole, and you add the greatest player in the world to that, and it's just gonna it's gonna put it through the roof. How many alley oops Ben would have to to James? Do you know how many alley oops he would have? Like twenty, exactly. Since we're talking about the Sixers. I had a question for you, Kyle. Okay. And as of February 13th, when we were recording this show, the 76ers are 4-0 since the Eagles won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so are do the you, Flyers. Do you, that's right. Do you buy into that at all, that there's like a hype in Philadelphia right now, or do you think it's just jargon? I mean, it could Give be. us the answers, Kyle. What do you <laughs> think? I mean, they could be flying high because everybody's like, now everybody in Philadelphia understands the meaning of winning a championship. They haven't had that in a while. So, like, I believe all the teams are now playing harder, if that makes sense. No, I... Because they also want to feel that. They had a championship in, like, the last 10 years. I think what the Red Baron's asking is, are the Sixers going to win the NBA title this year? They're not going to win the title, no. They'll make the playoffs. I think they'll be a top six team. Is making the playoffs enough for the fans to burn the city down again? (laughs) I think it's enough for the Sixers because it's a big step from being a... 18 win team. But will the fans burn the city? Probably. <laughs> the fans will burn the city regardless. It's Philadelphia. But I don't know. It was a very, very active trade. Yeah. It I was, mean, not even just was. the deadline. I mean, like the whole year, really. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Like, a lot of bu- buyouts happen. Yep. Derrick Rose is expected to sign with the Wizards or the Wolves. Marco Bellinelli signed with the just, Sixers. Just furthering the Chicago Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> just, just adding to that repertoire of players. Joe Johnson's now in the Rockets. Let's see, who do the who, who do the Timberwolves have? They got Taj, Butler, Aaron, Snell, Aaron Brooks, Aaron Brooks, and then they would get Derrick Rose, and they have Tom Thibodeau. They pretty much they have a starting five from the Bulls. <laughs> it's great, love it, I love it. You know what one of my favorite trades was all year though? It wasn't a deadline trade. It was back in November. The Bucks, the Suns. You remember that trade? Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe for Greg Monroe, a 2018 first round pick. And a 2018 second round pick. It was good for the Bucks. The Suns didn't do anything for because Greg Monroe's now in the Celtics. But I liked the trade at the time. Suns have no idea what the f- they're doing. 
Well, they're never going to because they can't. They're their only star that they want to build around can't stay healthy. And he ain't gonna be there that much longer. He might not be in the NBA much longer if he doesn't get his shit together because he's always hurt. He puts up forty points a game. Forty points a game is great, but when you're playing twenty games a season, it's not that great. <laughs> now you guys know how I feel as an Embiid fan. We're not fans so. of Booker, though, so no, we don't know how you feel. <laughs> you Sun fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone's calling out the Phoenix area. We <laughs> uh, had a couple of listeners there. Yeah, you know, we might. We might. I mean, I'm sure here in the, the Northeast, people might be, you know. Vinny Purgatore on our softball team's a Suns fan. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't make it. The Suns, yeah, the Suns are, the, Kyle's right. The Suns have no idea. I mean, they just, the last trade of the deadline was them getting Alfred Payton. Who actually <laughs> played very well last night, but he's that type of guy that's just going to miss all the time. But it just doesn't make any sense. Like, like why? <laughs> they only had to give up a second round pick for him. Oh, yeah, the guy's got ridiculous hair. Yeah. He's trying to be the weekend. <laughs> are there any more trades you guys want to hit, or... I mean, there's a lot, but... Well, go. To, I mean, whatever you feel the team is... I mean, we pretty much we kind of covered the important stuff, though. I mean, the rest of it's just... It's it's teams... Well, we didn't cover the Blake Griffin trade. Yeah. Catch out of the bag, guys. Blake Griffin <laughs> is no longer in L.A. <laughs> Spoiler I didn't alert. understand the trade at the time. You give Blake Griffin all that money in the beginning of the season, then you just trade him. I mean, it's good for the Pistons because they have him locked up before five more years. And they didn't really have to get. They gave up Tobias Harris, who was whatever. You have Avery Bradley, who probably won't be a Clipper next year. Yeah, it was it was Blake Griffin, Bryce Johnson, and Willie Reed for Avery Bradley, Boban Marjanovic, Tobias Harris, and then protected uh, two protected second round picks. And the one Pistons waived Bryce Johnson, and uh, and they traded who was that one? Willie Reed, and they traded Willie Reed to the Chicago. So like they basically got Blake. I mean, did, did it? Seem almost like a buyer's remorse thing where the Clippers kind of wanted to back out of the, the no, big deal. No, the Clippers, I, I personally don't think so. I mean, granted, I'm not in the front office, but the Clippers, in my opinion, they gave them all this money because they thought that, you know, they were they had a, a decent enough team around Jordan and Griffin that even without Chris Paul and J.J. Redick, they could still be a contender. It wasn't looking that way, and they decided before the end of the season that, hey, we're going we're gonna to rebuild now. We're going to start the rebuild now. We're going to try to, you know, do what we can. And I and I think that they got rid of, I think they traded Griffin because the interest was for him at the time. I think if a team had come up with this enticing of an offer for Jordan, I think they would have dealt Jordan. I, I don't think it really has anything to do with the buyer's remorse thing. I just, I think it was just the season wasn't going the way they thought it was going to go. Um, you know, I, I think that. Doc Rivers has a lot to offer these other players that are coming in, but I think once the season's over, I think his time is there is done. I just I think they're in complete overhaul mode all the way from the players who step on the court to the people who manage the team. The whole franchise, I think, is in rebuild mode, and they just got the right offer. Instead of waiting for the offseason, because Blake Griffin was still was playing well, so the asking price was good. And he's always hurt. Yeah. Like, he's... Never, he's not healthy for a full year in the last like three, four seasons. So it's kind of like she's like a JJ Watt. It's pretty much how it is. Guy yeah. has the ability to be most impactful player in the NBA, but he just can't can't put a full, full eighty two games together. And for Detroit, it's kind of like it's kind of a trade for next year. It's kind of like, hey, if you have Blake and Andre Drummond, come play with us. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a selling point. Well, I think the other thing too is is I think it gives the Detroit Pistons the ability to not 
keep Andre Drummond if that if that were to be a thing in the future. Because I don't he's still on his rookie contract, right? I don't I think they, believe so. I think this might be his last year. I yeah, I don't think they, they haven't paid him yet. So it becomes one of those things now. The free agent market rolls up, and if you know they have the ability to get, you know, hey, we have Blake Griffin, and you know, you show interest from, you know, uh, an A minus B plus type point guard and LeBron James, and it's like, well, hey, we got Blake Griffin, just let Drummond walk. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, but very active trade deadline, I guess. Yeah, that was already said. Well, I was just reiterating, I guess. The other trades are like kind of minor. Kittle, don't, don't look at me like, oh, that doesn't deserve private stock. You want to drink the private stock. I just did, and I found it kind of tastes a lot, very similar to the other one. <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> other ones, yeah. They all have the kind of that minty motif. There's no mint in this. I don't know what I'm trying to say. So should we start rinsing the bottle out? No, 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 no. I'm well, just saying. Well, if you're getting mint from something that has no mint in it, chances are there's some residual mint. Well, it's just it's probably, probably coconut. It, uh, After this one, that bottle should probably soak in vinegar for a little while. I, I think the next private stock should be vinegar. Ooh. Vinegar and one shot of gin. Vinegar and mayo. Well, I like the idea of the private stock always having a little bit of its previous private <laughs> stock. So it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's a cool thing. All right. If I have to do the shot, I'll do it. But I have a question first. Class. Um, no secret, the Golden State Warriors have been dominant for three, four seasons now, I guess. Uh, is this another atypical year for them? Or it appears that they've lost more games than they have in the past three seasons. Is this kind of like a decline? Is this kind of just kind of like, a, hey, we're, we're older now? What do you think? I don't believe it's anything. I think they're just tired. Okay, well, they've I guess that's what I was like, asking. They've already played like 56 games before the All-Star break. So it's kind of like they're just waiting for the All-Star break to pick everything back up. They still have the most, the couple of the most dominant players in basketball. They only have 13 losses. The only other team in the West that can deal with them is the Rockets. And I believe that everybody knows that. And I think they still beat the Rockets. Just... Well, I guess what I'm asking is, last season, I think they only had 15 losses. And, I mean, in the year before, they had nine. So, I mean, it's just a... Well, they're also resting a lot of players. Like, Kevin Durant missed two or three games here and there. Steph Curry missed... So, you think... Draymond Green sat out last game. So, you think this is... The, the losses coached. are <laughs> So, the losses are nothing. Nothing. No, Iguodala coached. Ah, they both sucked? They both coached. I, was saying, I, was the coach. I saw a picture of Draymond coaching. <laughs> But it was Iguodala who was doing the coaching. He drew up the plays. <laughs> Draymond Green was just like, great job, guys. It's just funny because Steve Kerr was just like, I don't want to do this today. Here you go. It, it doesn't mean anything. It's going to be the Warriors and probably the Cavs again. I just think the competition in the West is stiffer than it's been the past two years. Okay. The Spurs are still competitive without Kawhi. But they're... And, but I mean, they're, they're not, I mean no, I, I get what you're saying. They're not, they're not better than the Warriors, but they're only nine and a half games out. So they're very easily, or very capable of beating the Warriors with or without Kawhi in a game. Not necessarily a seven games, but in a game. Minnesota is very competitive. Oklahoma started to get their shit together. Portland's not a, a, a team that you can count out, and Houston's able to win. The the the, the conference is just much stiffer competition wise. Okay, don't so don't count out the Pelicans. Count them out. <laughs> don't count, count them out. Count them out. Count, <laughs> count them out. Cousins, hey, we'll, we'll get to the Pelicans in a oh, minute. Don't do that. <laughs> so let's fast forward a year. I think the Lakers actually sneak into that eighth spot. I do. 
I think the Lakers sneak into the eighth spot. They're, they're, they're. And I think Utah gets us into ten game winning streak. <laughs> I hope the Lakers don't, only because Lavar Ball called it. <laughs> All the more reason to. <laughs> I hope him and his son do another lip sync battle. You guys seen Ball in the Family yet? Yeah, I've Facebook. seen a little bit. It's horrible. <laughs> I've yet to watch it. It seems worth a watch, but I just have So we're fast-forwarding a year. It's fast-forward a year. Knowing everything we know now, do you think that Golden State will accumulate more losses next season? Because of like a, a, you guys are de- describing a tougher Western. Do you think so? It's going to be... Well, people yeah. are starting to play Golden State basketball with them. Like, they're starting to shoot threes, but they're also being more physical with them. And they're faster. Yeah. That was Golden State's thing is Golden State was just fast. The other thing, too, to keep in mind is Golden State, they're not an old team. They're they're, they're the the middle ground. I mean, they're not young, but they're not old, so they have the ability to run. And they need to work on that bench, though, for them to stake at the top for a couple more years. All right, so we'll just carry on with that. Both of you, and and Mark as well, I'm not excluding you, give me your call. How long do you think this dominance lasts? Of what? What do you mean? Of Golden State making the finals? Two Uh, to three years. Or just Golden State being the best team in the West. Best team in the West, like seeding within. We'll say seeding within four up. I was going to say three years. Zero. Zero. I think Houston takes the the one seed in the West this year. They can easily take the one seed. I'm saying, but I so 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 I guess I'm misunderstanding the question. Are we saying who's going to be the best team statistically in the West, or who's going to be just the best team in my opinion? My question is, how long do you think Golden State will seed themselves for? Fourth place up. Oh, Moving six, forward. seven years until Steph retires. Yeah, I think so. They, they, they'll still be they'll, they'll still be a top four team. They just might not get the one seed consecutively. They'll still be the six, only problem six is, seven years is, probably. Can they keep Clay Thompson? Yeah, I mean, I I think Clay Thompson is much more pivotal to that team than Draymond Green is. Draymond Green plays a lot of great defense, but I also don't think like, he doesn't like match up against that because. Kevin Durant is there now, and he plays good defense. So Kevin Durant can play defense on anybody that Draymond Green can play, except for maybe centers, because Draymond's a little more physical. But Steph Curry is good defensively, enough to play with the guards for the most part. I mean, he can get skated around by like a Damian Lillard or a John Wall, but you know, but he can come right down the court and put on the right down the court and put on the, the offensive side like it's no big deal. Klay Thompson is lights out shooting. He's absolutely an immovable brick wall on defense. He's a lot better than I think a lot of people think that he is for that team. He's got the rings already. Now he wants the money. Yeah, and I don't. Know, I don't think the Warriors are going to have that much money to give him. No, and I honestly, and you know, there was all that speculation <laughs> bullshit about LeBron going to the cat, the Warriors. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Already said F- that. <laughs> that was you know we talked about it with with J Mart last week. It was just some publicist guy that said, "Oh, imagine if this happened," and then all of a sudden it became article after article about it. That would be the ultimate heel turn. In the NBA, <laughs> <laughs> he just ripped like, his jersey. Yeah. But see, it doesn't even have anything to do with LeBron because, like, the things they couldn't sign Clay, they couldn't sign resign Clay. KD would have to take a pay cut on top of the pay cut he's already taken. And Steph would have to give up a just paid two hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, Steph would have to take a huge pay cut. Like they just wouldn't be able to do it. LeBron basically said, "It's like you have to, or not LeBron, but the, the publicist in the article, or whatever, however it leaked out. If you can clear up enough cash space to give me a max contract, you can't give three people max contracts. There's." The NBA has a lot of money to just throw on the ground for these NBA players to pick up and walk away with. Not that much. <laughs> you're talking about the, you're talking about three of the five greatest players in basketball right now. No team has that money, 
And if they do, that means that they're only starting three players every game. And you want to know what? The Warriors would probably still win at least five games. <laughs> they beat the Nets with three people. All right, I wanted to ask you guys some fun questions. Oh, Kyle, These scraping the fun. microphone. I didn't mean to. I know, I know. I'm just busting your balls. Riddler, as a Bulls fan. Who, uh, who? No, you can't prove that. I can't prove that. Who is your MVP right now on your team? Uh, the same question is going to be all you guys. Oh, hold on. Let's let, wait for Mox to get the stats no, up. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Yours is easy, you dickhead. You have one player on your yeah, damn team. And he got traded to the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I mean... Right now, or who do I think it will be at the end of the season? So this, it's a twofold question. You're beating me to the punch. Oh, okay. Who's your MVP right now? Oh, okay. So right now it'll be Laurie Markkinen. Laurie Markkinen, rookie, putting up great numbers. It's, it's kind of declined a little bit, but the, they've also gotten healthier, and players have stepped up. Chris Dunn, Zach Levine's back in the rotation. Bobby Portis has been playing pretty well this season. Um, and so, but Laurie Markkinen has just been putting up good numbers offensively. He's playing good defensively. Um, he, he's their MVP as of this point. Souls from the 76ers. Joel Embiid. No way. He's a savage. <laughs> ben Simmons. Uh, give me a better reason than he's a savage. Uh, yeah, I don't have to. He already called himself a savage. Yeah, but Kyle, you're a savage. doesn't make <laughs> you the MVP. You're a different kind of savage. <laughs> Joel Embiid just, you know, when he's on the court, makes that big of a difference. He puts up points. He sh- sh- blocks shots. Have you twist your microphone just a little bit? Go, keep going. Sorry. Uh, my apologies. I just, like, he's just that important to them. You know, he's the reason why they have 29 wins right now. Look me in the eye right now and tell me that it's not T.J. McConnell. Don't get me wrong. No, look me in the (laughs) eye and tell me it's... It's not T.J., but he's getting cut from our 2K team. The sixth man of the year is T.J. McConnell. He's getting cut from the 2K team. Okay. Mark, who's your Pelicans MVP right now? It's really not even close. It's Anthony Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle was going to get really mad if I said any other name. That would be so funny. All right, so moving forward after the All-Star break, who do you think will be MVP at the end of the 2017-2018 season? Yeah, again, he got traded to the Bulls. <laughs> <It was laughs> ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. You know, he's, besides Embiid, he's our leader. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just listening. I think as the season goes on, and after him not getting into the All-Star game, he's going to get even more pissed. And I think he's going to put up some serious numbers. I think he's going to end up the season with 10 triple doubles. Wow. You're going to remember that. He already has five. All right. So, Ben Simmons, let's go back to Mark. Who do you think your MVP? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> I know yours. He's lights out for that. Who's team. it going to be? Probably Zach Levine. No. It's going to be Laurie Markkinen. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a great Pelican that's playing for the Bulls now. Uh, correction. There's a great Pelican <laughs> sitting on the bench for the Bulls. <laughs> Getting um, paid $20 million to do absolutely nothing. Kyle, you a, tell me you don't want that job. I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying as a basketball player, that would piss me off. Yeah, fuck that. It would. You play a sport because you love it. Yeah, $20 million is a lot of money, though. So you can tell me for like softball, though, like if Vito started giving you, or our friend Vito, the manager of the softball team, if you started saying, all right, Mark, I'm going to give you $10 for every game that you come $10 to. $10 not enough. $20 million, I'll sit out every game. <laughs> no, then you don't love the sport. I do. No, not at all. I could play elsewhere. No, because you're under contract. You have to play with them. <laughs> ah, pick up games. That's not the same, and everybody knows it. There's something about competitive nature, sliding in between two sweaty, tall men, feeling the grundle on your butt while you're jumping up for the rebound. That's what the locker room is for. It's a different sport I'm thinking about. <laughs> Curling. Um, lacrosse. Curling, lacrosse, yes, <laughs> curling. Um, no, I think it's still going to be Laurie Markkinen. Um, 
I just think I think the addition of Zach Levine coming back now and being healthy and kind of showing true form again, and Chris Dunn hopefully continuing what he's been doing over the course of his season, uh, everybody else kind of just role playing well enough. I just I think it'll just open him up marketing more. And I mean the guy's already made like more like more threes. Like, he was like the fastest player to 100 threes in NBA history, and he's seven feet tall. Pretty impressive. Pretty good pick at the eight spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to fill in for Jeff, um, if that's okay, for the next. <laughs> I would like to go. Uh, Willie Cauley Stein is mine. Okay, so uh, I would like to go for Jeff. Uh, up he's to the king, Mark. Up to this point. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's a Sacramento king. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know up why to, you were saying that. Up to this point, it's been Kristaps Porzingis. But due to uh, ligamental issues and just a lot of pain. Um, God, Michael Beasley? No. Cantor. You think it'll be Cantor? Baker. No one be Baker. Baker's out for the year. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I would say Jared Jack, but they're gonna start benching him. Um, actually, you know who? It might be Courtney Lee. It could be Manuel Moutier. It's not gonna be Manuel. It could Moutier. be. But I love not. the Knicks. They're just a fun basket of who's worse. It's gonna be. I don't know. I think. I think it's either gonna be Cantor or Courtney Lee. Either way, they're fucked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lee could play some pretty good defense. Cantor is probably the worst defensive center in basketball. <laughs> it's only because I'm not in the league. Terrorist. It's dad. Got, oh, I think it's is dad, dad like got arrested, arrested for, for being a terrorist in Turkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. I think that's what happened. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty positive. All right. Machine, look it up. That's what you are. You're the, you're the, you're the internet guru. Or, like, Cantor was supposed to go to jail in Turkey. I don't know. Something happened with Oh, that, that was the guy. The, he was, like, almost deported. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, this is your moment. Oh, boy. This is your chance. This is your, like, a scout. Is it a Sacramento King question? No, it's not. (laughs) So, uh, listeners of the show, you know that Souls missed some time recently, and he went out to OKC, and he got to see two games. Is that correct? Two games? Two games. My team and Mox team. I wasn't done talking yet about the MVP stuff, but it's all right. Well, I didn't know. Anyway, continue. You saw two games. This is, what, stop me? Paul, may I continue? No, 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 go ahead. I would like to hear what you have to say because I love shitting on the Knicks. <laughs> well, it's just it's it's interesting because you look at all of our teams like from all the different sports and whatnot. So, like the Yankees are on the rise, and you know they they did very well last season, and they're poised to do so again. And like the Pirates are always kind of on that right on the cusp situation. I mean, it's gonna be different this year. You know, the Phillies it could not be though, right? We don't Baseball's know. a weird sport, but. The Phillies and the White Sox are making strides towards being a playoff contending team. Like they're putting together really impressive rosters for the future. Um, you look at hockey. I mean, like the Penguins are starting to do everything right again. Um, the Blackhawks have had a very bad year, but you know they lost their starting goals and injuries. It happens every you know fluke seasons. Um, but football, you know, the Giants were Super Bowl contenders before the year started, and because of injury, everything shit the They'll bed. Be back to where they were next year, right? The, I Steel- hope so. the Steelers were Super Bowl contenders throughout the year. You know, the Bears they're on the they're on the up, but basketball is just a completely different animal. None of our teams are good; they're all average <laughs> to shitty. Pelicans, um, Pelicans, Pelicans, <laughs> and it's funny because like all four of our teams are different. None of our teams are in the same spectrum of good. It's the 76ers are finally the process is finally paying off. They're 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 on the the cusp of playoffs right now. You know, they're I think they're seated at the 7 seed right now. Yep, seven right now. And they're going to bounce around that for a little while and probably squeak their way up into a 6 or 5 seed. All it takes is one team kind of losing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then 
You have the Pelicans, who are also in that cusp playoff spot. Could easily but, fall out. But it's only because they have they had two star players and now Shut one star <laughs> player. It's not because the rest of their team is good. Listen, it's, your your team's ass without Cousins. I'm sorry. It, it, it's cause, well, no, it's because they have two of the three best big men in basketball. <laughs> and so... And so it's like it's a completely different animal as to why they're both these teams are on the bottom of the playoff picture. And then you have the Bulls who were a complete shit show and I feel like are a lot pro- more promising than people would have thought they would have been this year. And things are certainly – and then the Knicks are just who the f*** knows. <laughs> it's just who knows. I mean, honestly, every year I'm wait- – I-, I feel like, you know, it's like the Knicks could go 0-82. The Knicks could win 50 games. I don't know. But every year it's closer to 0 and 82. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just, 23 and 35 right now. And it's not the the 23 is more likely to stay closer than the 35. And they were they had like 18 wins in the first like 27 games. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff was high and mighty for a little while. Yeah, then they uh <laughs> then they got bad very quickly. Question. Well, Do you have a question? No. No, he, no <laughs> I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to no, you did. I didn't mean to interrupt. You did. One to two games, gone. correct. And I want to hear your OKC report. Not you're, you're going to be a representative for OKC. You're going to give us here what you think. They're, they're a four-man p- team. Why, well, elaborate. Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Stephen Adams are all they have. They lost Andre Roberson for the year, which everyone thought wasn't a big deal. It's a way bigger deal than everyone thinks it is. The guy was a very good defender, and he couldn't like you know one every like six times hit a three. But that one three would come like when they needed it. But it's true. He'd go over five in the first <laughs> half, but they would be it'd be like fourth quarter, three minutes go, to go, down by like two, and he hit a three. And it it'd be contested by everybody on the other team. <laughs> like he's probably the considered the worst shooter in the league. He was at like twenty seven percent before he got hurt. And it was bad. But their bench is so bad. It's the Shaq effect. Shaq was the worst free throw shooter of his time. But when he needed to make the free throws, they went in. Like Raymond Felton. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant's okay. He could fill in. He's a good like, defender. He's athletic. Let's, let's be realistic. As an, as an Oklahoma fan, I wouldn't even be confident having Raymond Felton on my team when Raymond Felton was a relevant name. Like, it wasn't even... Like, he wasn't that big of a deal when he was a big deal. At his biggest point, it was like, all right. Patrick Patterson's old. He's older. I'm sorry. Alex Obranus is only a three-point shooter. He can't play defense. They're a team that needed to get somebody like an Avery Bradley, or they needed to get, you know, Marco Bellinelli to get some type of depth off the bench. They couldn't do it. Didn't have, they couldn't trade anybody because they had no assets off the bench. The kid they drafted hasn't been promising in Terrence Ferguson. Their picks are too high for people to want them. It's just, they couldn't, the only chance they have of getting somebody is through a buyout and paying them the league minimum because that's all they can afford. Like they were gonna, they wanted to do that with Greg Monroe, but he signed with the Celtics because they were able to offer him five point five million dollars. Derrick Rose wouldn't fit there, and Derrick Rose is kind of a head case kind of thing now, and you know he's usually hurt, so he wouldn't really fit there. <laughs> Bellinelli just signed with the Sixers, so like they don't have the opportunity to sign these guys. Right. That's why I think they're not going to be that. So take me through right now a playoff run for OKC right now. Before well, we right that, now. I'd like to get Adam Silver on, on the phone. <laughs> um, uh, someone, uh, Rebecca, chief editor, can get, get the phone number going. Thank you. Um, I'm going to propose 
the the one-time clause that I was given the right to do. Um, the Seattle Supersonics will become a team again um, as of right now, today. Um, they're going to get a, a bunch of you know D League or G League and wa- waiver players, and then the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder and Chicago Bulls will merge together. Um, we will take on Westbrook, Mello, and George, and then we'll dump the rest of the roster to the Seattle <laughs> Supersonics. Um, so Kyle, um, make sure you note that in the uh, the minutes for this show. Okay. So it's going to be the Westbrook, Mello. Paul George, Zach Levine, and Laurie Markkinen for the Bulls starting lineup. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Right now, the Thunder are the five seed. Okay. Right now, they'd be playing the Portland Trailblazers, I believe. Or, no. They wouldn't be playing the Blazers. Hold on. They'd be playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's not a good matchup for them. They could easily be one and done. They could also win that series in like six or seven games. Because they'd be the Wolf first time being in the playoffs with Cat and... Wiggins, Butler, Teague all together. The thing is, that's a tough series to predict to begin with. So if they do happen to get through that, I don't go. I don't believe they'll get through the second round because of how because their bench isn't deep. For for me, for Oklahoma to make any headway in the playoffs, what they need to do is they need the standings in the West to stay almost exactly the same. They just need to swap spots with Portland. They need to play San Antonio. So San Antonio is not looking the same. That's what the, If Oklahoma wants a chance at making any sort of playoff run, they need to play San Antonio in the first round, win that series in five games, five or six games, and get some momentum and move on from there. Because it doesn't basketball for me, like I, I don't know. I personally think once the playoffs starts, I don't really buy into home court advantage all that much. Because the thing is... is once you get to the, it's it's just, I don't know, it's like the same thing for me with like with like baseball is different because the stadiums are different, but it's like with it is the NHL. Like, it doesn't matter if your team got there as the team that was supposed to be zero and eighty two and ended up making it in the eight seed and got all the way to the finals, or if you went eighty two and zero and finished in the one seed, your fans are going to be happy you're there, and they're going to go and you're going to sell out and it's going to be noisy regardless of who's playing. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I think for Oklahoma to make any headway in the playoffs at all, I think they got to they got to swap spots. They got to fall to a six, let Portland take the five, and then they need to play San Antonio because I think Portland can better match up with the Timberwolves anyway. That's my opinion. Sorry, Kyle. No, I agree. Portland's one of those teams that you don't want to play because they can shoot lights out at any moment. They're either putting up one hundred and thirty points or, or sixty five. <laughs> Would you guys want to talk about uh, All-Star Weekend at all? Well, we, we, we've covered it for the most part you know, in previous shows, but anything you guys are looking forward to? Uh, in the dunk contest. Well, I mean, we're all looking forward to the dunk contest, but... Like is, the it game, gonna be, is it going to be the really... same again? What? Are they going... Is it back to the old style? It's, it's only four people, yeah. But, I mean, it's not like team no, things or anything. It's, like just, it's just three dunks or whatever. Yeah, they did that last year. Yeah. Two years I mean, ago was trash. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like... We you know don't what? know what any of these dunk contest people can do. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Have any of them even been in the dunk contest? Yeah, two of them. What Gordon names? and Old Depot. I think those are going to be the two finalists. I don't. Aaron Gordon's not in the dunk contest. It is. It's Aaron Gordon, Victor Oladipo. What I'm looking at right now says Victor Oladipo, Larry Nance Jr., Dennis Smith Jr., and Donovan Mitchell. Aaron Gordon's in it. And this was as of yesterday. Maybe he backed out last second. But either way, Donovan Mitchell could dunk. Larry Nance is a very good dunk. Well, I'm saying, yeah, but I just, 
Victor Oladipo did it the first time Zach Levine won. But, like, I mean, like, I don't know. There's always that one guy over here who just kind of, like, eh, he might surprise me, but I doubt it. That's that's Victor Oladipo for me. It's, like... He's very athletic. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. There's certain people that weren't as athletic that did pretty pretty well for themselves in the dunk contest. Well, the guy that won it last year is now on Heat. So, f*** that guy. <laughs> Derek Jones Jr., who was a son... Also, again, don't know what the f*** to do and release this kid because, for some reason, and now he's playing pretty well for the Heat. Because, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go around real quick. We'll give our uh, East-West uh, prediction. It's not that. It's LeBron versus Curry. All right. Well, forgive me. You want to give our shot? Gordon Gordon pulled out due to injury. Hmm? Oh, did he? Yeah. Pulled out due to injury. Want to do our score prediction for the Curry game? wins. Well, score get, prediction? Yeah. You want the score? Yeah. What do you think the score is going to be? 171 to 166. Curry. Yep. 189 to 177. Who? Whichever team Anthony Davis is on. <laughs> Maybe LeBron. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. I feel like it's Curry because Cousins was on LeBron. They, were, on they the were both on the same. Oh, so it's LeBron then. I think Anthony Davis might get hurt. Hey, shut He's up. He's on Team LeBron. Shut up. <laughs> I'm excited to see LeBron and KD play together. And Kyrie. I got it. That's what I'm excited for. Oh, is Westbrook on Team Curry? He, no, he's on Team uh, LeBron. He got picked last. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was like a joke, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, oh, that, that's going to be so much fun, having Irving, LeBron, and then Westbrook and Durant on the same court together, <laughs> the four of them. Doesn't seem like a lot of passing is not going to happen. No, it's a, it was Actually, a huge implosion. Westbrook and Durant played all right last year on the same team in the All Star game. Yeah, but they didn't talk to each other. It was so funny. I don't know. Did you, Marchine and Redman, yeah, did you guys I saw watch the All Star game? You were with me, right? Yeah. Oh, when Durant caught the alley oop from, or no, Durant threw the alley oop to Westbrook, right? Or was it the other two? I don't remember who. They, one of them threw the alley oop to the other one, and like the Western bench lost their mind like everyone was like can you believe this just happened like they want to kill each other and it was just and like neither of them looked at each they other point, they pointed they were like they're like, they're like, like yeah that was a good toss good toss like, hey good pass go f- yourself um oh, it was just i i love the drama between the two of them love it it makes the game better See, yeah do, do you think it's there do they kind of play it up no that it's there it's there it's there it's, it's they were best friends up. yeah they were very they were best friends and Really, the thing is, like they, they talked about like when the, when Katie's time was up, they talked about it and stuff like this, and and Westbrook without, without him w- knowing, yeah, Westbrook. As far as Westbrook knew, KD was not going to go to the Warriors. He wasn't. Westbrook said that he wasn't confident that he was going to stay with the Thunder, but he didn't think he was going to go to the Warriors and make that team a powerhouse and destroy everybody in the league. And then he did it, and it, it just it rubbed it rubbed everybody on the team the wrong way. But him and Westbrook were like they were inseparable. In their it rubbed Cantor the wrong way. He got in with every time. But yeah, Cantor got traded because he sucks. But <laughs> hey, he's a good bench know? player. I don't think he deserves a start. Uh, also, to get back to what we we're he's talking on about the before, Knicks, Kyle. His, I know. His dad did get arrested. It doesn't say what for, but Cantor said it was in retaliation because Cantor said a lot of bad things about the government over there. So they're like torturing his dad. Basically terrorism. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have Curry winning 151 to 144. That's too low. 189. <laughs> a lot of scoring. Who the hell knows? I'm excited for the sophomore rookie game. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the international versus American squad game. Hey, Ben Simmons and Laurie Mark are going to be on the same team. No, not. Uh, it's international versus oh, yeah, Americans. Yeah, yeah. International is going to kick the Americans' ass. Yeah. Joel Embiid's on the team too, right? Yeah, international. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All Americans has got like Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he might get hurt, Kyle. He won't get hurt. He probably won't even play in that game. <laughs> he's not on Team LeBron, so he's fine. But anybody on Team LeBron, look out. Especially if you're in a warmer Knock city. Knock on wood. Kyle, we're in a wood shop. <laughs> There's wood everywhere. <laughs> the table's made of wood, Kyle. He, uh, he's been very healthy this year. And, and now he's starting to play back-to-backs. So, f*** you. Anthony Davis, though. He's going down. Where's your center? Oh, torn Achilles. My bad. You know, the last person that said it to me, I sent him a really bad picture through our group text. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Souls. <laughs> I don't care. Riddler, score prediction? Uh, it's going to be 168 to 167 LeBron. Wow. I like it. What's going to happen is a lot of dunks are going to be involved. Maybe it's Giannis. He's going to put up 75 points. Yeah, he's going to go off. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting. And he already made his prediction. You got no more no, questions? No, you guys. You guys. You said you had best. nine questions. That was like three. Well, you know what happened? No, I I did eight questions and Mock took my ninth. I don't think that's true. What Play it back it? while we're on the air. All right. I got a question. I won't For everybody around the table. Okay. Besides the Warriors and the Cavs, you know, what lower seed team do you think has a chance? Not going to happen. Has a chance to beat them in, in the playoffs. Lower seed. So it has to be a lower seed team, though. Like, like from. So like I can't five say. So eight. I can't say Toronto. No, from from five to eight. Toronto doesn't stand a chance anyway. They'll fucking blow it in the playoffs like two every year. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know. I have to look at the standings. I, I know. know. I was, was going to say, I was hoping to yeah, go last. It's like, I know I, you're just saying this so that people say the Sixers, but. I'll play the music while we're gone. The, the music? music? What does it even mean? What, Jeopardy music? Nope. What are you talking about then? Let me do it. Okay, go ahead. Every little birdie, every chickadee. Oh, stop it. <laughs> we're going to cut all this. So, so when you say lower seed, you mean five to eight? Five to eight. All right. Um, all right. I was going to say Oklahoma City. Just in the off chance they get hot. They got three good players if they get hot. Portland. Who knows? Portland? Uh, the Bucks, Giannis, Antler Combo. He's just amazing. For <laughs> East? Oh, it's West and East? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to do West and East? I was prepared to just give one if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, okay. I have to give two. Right. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Um, so I need an East one? Uh, Thunder because of the stuff you told me. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder because of the stuff you told. I'm going to appease Kyle and say the 76ers. You know why? Just to see a grin. I want to see a grin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Detroit. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Here. Detroit. Detroit. If they make it, they'll make it. You're going to tell me Detroit isn't going to beat out Miami. Hey, they lost the Hawks. Okay. So would you. I'm very biased about this. We know. But it's also a. The Sixers have, you know, a team. The team that can beat the Cavs. <laughs> They're very fast. They have shooters. They have a very good center who can just eat Tristan Thompson alive. Ben Simmons can dish in a seven game series. I doubt they'll win, but I believe that they can. I don't think the Sixers only because I think LeBron can guard everybody on that team. And I think all it takes is one game in a seven game series for the things to not be going their way. And for a team as young as the Sixers to just get frustrated and start doing bad things. Start jacking up ill-advised threes. Start forcing passes into Embiid that are not open. Because the thing is, you got to remember, too, Tristan Thompson, you're right. He is not that good. But the Cavs are now a lot younger and can keep up with the Sixers in terms of running the floor. And I just I think that the 
the Sixers are more likely, like I said, they'll have one game against the Cavs where things won't go their way. They won't, you know, maybe it's bad calls, maybe they're just not getting rebounds or whatever it is, but they'll get frustrated and they'll just they'll put themselves to a bad rhythm. That's just something that comes with playoff experience. And in the West, Portland, Denver, Portland, the Broncos. Really, you said Denver, but it sounded like you said <laughs> Portland. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> I just think Denver has enough people that can shoot with the Warriors and run with them to where they can kind of make them play not Warrior basketball, if that makes any sense. I just feel like they can contest their shots, and they already beat them twice this year. I just feel like they can play with them. That's a tough team for them. They'll get their ass kicked by the Rockets, but the Warriors, I think they can beat. All right. I like it. Who's your MVP, Kendall? My MVP? LeBron. This year, who's your MVP? LeBron? Uh, yeah, probably. LeBron. Going Giannis. You think so? Put up ridiculous numbers, and he just makes the Bucks so much better. And they're going to be even better because Parker's back. Which I, I, I tell you, I, I wanted to say Giannis, but I don't think they'll finish high enough to do it. It doesn't but, matter. But Westbrook did it last year, so... You know, he could, LeBron, he could, but Giannis deserves it. He just, you don't know he's that. a rebounder, he's a passer, he's a scorer. He's just, and he's only like 24. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. He should come to the Pelicans. And he wasn't supposed to be. Like, he's the Bucs just like, took a flyer on him with the 15th pick and like 11. How long has he been in the league? Five. Oh, really? It's been that long? But he's only like 24, 25. I was say, he like burst on the scene last season. If the season ends the way it is now, I think it goes to James Harden. I just don't think James Harden keeps up 30-plus points a game for the rest of the season. <clears throat> it's just very hard to do. It is a very hard thing to do. Granted, they don't really have a lot of other consistent scores, but you know they, they can shoot the three. Everybody on the team pretty much can. Um, if the season fin- If it finishes out the way it is now... I think it's Harden. LeBron is close to averaging a triple double, but you know, for me, like like Westbrook won it because Westbrook without Westbrook, that team is looking at last place in the yeah. West, and he averaged a triple double. LeBron, like he's not averaging a triple double, and so like for me, if you're averaging twenty six points, nine rebounds, and nine assists versus twenty six points, ten rebounds, ten assists, it's a huge difference. It is that one one a game is a big difference in terms of. MVP voting. Harden's averaging nine assists and 32 points a game almost. If he can continue that for the season, I don't see anybody else winning it with them, especially if they finish off at the one or two and seed. And a plus minor under 45. What was that? Plus minor under? <laughs> he gives up a lot of points. Solzy, I love you. Yep. <laughs> Regular coal miner. <laughs> Now, has everyone taken a shot of the private stock so far on the show? Not I haven't yet. Well, I haven't just yet. take one, then. We're just, all, we're just gonna taste it. That's all it is. I don't have to taste it if I don't want to. No, you're gonna it. taste it. All right, all right. Jeez, Kyle, you liking that? No. Yeah. <laughs> Moxie, <Moxine. laughs> not bad. I'm pretty sure. I'm just gonna start doing sambuca for my. Mm. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize this was oh. an around the horn thing. I, just... I I misunderstood. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would you like to go first? No, go ahead. It's fine. You're an alcoholic. Oh my god. Tell you, it burns a chapped lip pretty good. Yeah, I'm not drinking it. I don't have to. You do have to. Nope. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought it was around okay, the you're horn. you're a piece of shit. 
you have any more questions for us? No more questions. You guys were very helpful. Yeah? Yeah. I want a report on my desk. Well, you're going to give me the report how I did it. <laughs> Asking the questions. Both their desks are a toilet. Yep. That's why I work best. Jeff? <laughs> Jeff? Excellent. We'd like to give a shout out to Amtrak and Jeff Martin tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's shaping up to be a big one, but the, the early finals predictions. It'll probably be the same, but it's going to be a fun playoffs, I think. I think a lot of games are going to go to like six or seven. Yeah. You think Golden State just skates through again? No. No? I think they have a tough time with, with some of those teams. If they play, If they play the Nuggets first, they're going to use all their energy, and then I th- there's a possibility of them losing to the Rockets in the finals. I can see that. But you think Warriors, Warriors, Cavs? Yeah, probably. Right. Huh? Pelicans? No. I think it's going to be Warriors, Cavs again. You want Rockets, Cavs? Rockets, Cavs. Figured. I tell you what, though. Kendall's been right twice so far. He was, well, he was wrong last year. And every time he picks, every time he picks for Houston, against he always picks against Houston. <laughs> but he he called the World Series and he called the Super Bowl. But he was wrong both times, though. Well, he didn't choose the right winner. <laughs> That's right. It's part of the madness. <laughs> Rockets, Raptors. Think the Raptors game? A lot of R's. A lot of R's. I was going to make like a Raptor noise, but I stopped myself <laughs> for the ridiculous of how it sounds. Let's hear it. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> was it a Raptor noise? <laughs> uh, kind of hurt my throat. <laughs> if you want to see a good Raptor, go on YouTube. Look up Colin uh, Mockery. He's a good Raptor. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Mine was more like Jungle we'll Cat. That. We'll have to do that for the, the, the listeners one time. We'll have to do some like Who's Line improv, even though we can never get the Irish drinking song down. We're very bad at we it. We had a pretty good one going before the show last we week. We need to figure out a, a topic and stick with it. We always combine Irish drinking song and... Hoedown. Uh, Hoedown. <laughs> always think it's about cross. Well, uh, beer reviews oh, and plugs and all No, Kyle, we're not doing that right now. Not right now. Go ahead. What, which one? You want the beer review? No, plugs. Oh. Yes, take a minute. Listen to our friends over at the Geek Radio Daily Podcast. What the hell is this, the wonderful Billy Flynn? Just some podcast that's supposed to be geeky, podcasting's Rich Sigfrit. Did you try it? I'm not going to try it. You try it. Just screw that noise. I'm not going to try it. Hey, Flinstress, let's get Mikey. Do you mean critically acclaimed comedy rock star Mikey Mason, who hosts the Beer Power Time Machine podcast? Yeah, but he won't listen. He hates everything. <laughs> I'm critically acclaimed comedy rock star Mikey Mason. I don't often listen to podcasts, but when I do, make mine Geek Radio Daily. Hey, hey, hey man, that, that's a different promo. Between love and madness lies Geek Radio Daily. That's kind of accurate. There are some things money can't buy. GRD is free online. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Geek Radio Daily. Eh, we'll take it. Geek Radio Daily. All the geek... Without the wait, geekradiodaily.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's, you know, digging your own grave as a Knicks fan, Jeff, or <laughs> being on the outside looking in. Subscribe on Podbean and iTunes and listen to us every morning from 7 to 8 a.m. on the Lieb Sports Network and every Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m. on the PPRN Radio Network. This private stock's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was not bad. That's awesome. Kyle, you don't like that? Nope. It's just because you don't like things? Yep. All right. Uh, beer reviews? 
Ice House sucks. <laughs> Give us a better review than that. It really sucks. Perfect. All right, moving on. Tell you the the natty ice was kind of growing on me here. It's not getting better as it warms up, but it wasn't as bad as I anticipated. I had the natty daddy. Those are gross. And uh, <laughs> I, I swore off ice beers, and I somehow keep having ice beers. <laughs> well, what's on ice beer? It's, it's a, a daddy. daddy. It's a father beer. I thought making it eight percent kind of qualified it as being an ice beer. No, it's like a it's a daddy because ice beers are in the five realm. All natty others are father. five and five, five, five and five, eight. Five, nine, whatever the hell the natty ice is. Five, nine. But uh, I, yeah, I like it. My, I, of course you I, do. I dislike beers. Did you listen to the last show? <laughs> the people of Foster's, that beer is horrible. <laughs> it just it has a funny taste. But could you drink five of them? No, of course not. Could you drink a 12-pack of Corona? I have a drinking story for another time. <laughs> i got to tell you about it. Uh, but Natty Daddy, I recommend if you get off your shift and need to go hang out at the gas station for a little bit, <laughs> grab yourself a Natty Daddy. Sit in the parking lot. Drink it while you pump gas. Bingo. The Bud Ice, it brings me back to a simpler time. <laughs> a time when you would steal one of your dad's beers and bring it to school thinking you were cool. And then he'd find out and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and make you drink more Bud Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a 6 out of 10. It's like the, the thing, like the smoking thing, you're going to smoke the whole thing. You want to drink this Bud Ice, you're going to drink all these Bud Ices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You want one after a meal? Forget about it. <laughs> well, until next time. Our, our remember our our pre recorded shows are limited. All yes. this all this bullshit's gonna be live pretty soon. Be ready, so. it's coming live. Yeah, get ready to turn us off. Um, and with video, not right away. Oh, Facebook Live right out of the gate. No, nope, not happening. I said it first. It's not happening. It's already on the Facebook event. Well, GBD. <laughs> I can edit the Facebook event <laughs> from all of us here. Getting sports with drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. So is they. Is that a question? <laughs> and I'm the Red Baron. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>